W. T. L. It's a big, hairy American window machine. If you ain't first, you're last. W. T. L. All right, nice, huh? Got a talk show here, talk show with my mic. I got everything. W. T. L. What he does is work out and performance. Get it to 85% weekend. You're a mute. W. T. L. Brings me to my next point. Don't smoke crack. And welcome to WTL, everybody. I'm your host, Andy Klassen, joined by... Gibran. Ooh, the Parlay Pounder. Yes, sir. We're, We're back. Mm, back at it again. <laughs> back at it again. And I'll tell you what, we got a loaded, loaded episode this yes, week. Yes, sir. I mean, what are we, I mean, what are we, we're talking NBA Finals, <laughs> NBA game, Finals game, game six. six. Game six. Okay, and then CWS, everyone's coming to town, everyone's yes, coming sir. to Omaha. We're welcoming them in with open arms. The final eight. Yep. The, the, the bracket <laughs> has been set, and man, how about some just craziness in those super regionals? It was nuts. It What's was going nuts. on there? <laughs> it was Oregon crazy. State, where'd you go? Yeah. What happened? I really wanted the Beavers in there, really wanted the Tar Heels, but, you Tennessee. know. Yep. Tennessee. Tennessee. <laughs> I don't see. I don't see. Right. It's just, just in, insanity, and then, of course, uh, we got to talk. We got to talk Stanley Cup yep. Finals. Yep. I mean, someone's tonight. going for a three-peat, right? Yeah, we tonight? got Tampa Bay Lightning tonight. Ooh, see if Lightning can strike. Not twice. <laughs> not once. Not, not twice. twice. Three, three times. times. Yep. Tampa Bay. No doubt. Going against, uh, well, I guess, uh, what you could say, a juggernaut in the Colorado Avalanche. And I think we should start right there. And then, of course, you know, yep. we, we got we to gotta talk CWS, College World Series, having so much fun with that. Uh, and that, man, those super regionals, wild. They were wild. Uh, I mean, everyone had Tennessee. Everyone <laughs> had, had Tennessee. Oh, my God. I mean, I won't say that we didn't have Tennessee, but we told everybody not to bet on it. Yeah. So uh, well, when the value's not there, don't pick it up, guys. Don't pick it up. When the value is not there, it can go nothing but wrong for you. And it went wrong in a big way for Tennessee. And, you know, I watched that game, and I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Like, every— <laughs> It looked like they were going to go on a run, yep. and Notre Dame just shut it down. They did. They we'll, did. We'll get into that here in a little bit here, but let's start with hockey talk. Let's yeah. talk a little hockey. Hockey. We're going to head, head on over to Colorado. Yeah. Ball Arena is the setting for tonight's matchup, 7 o'clock Central. Yes, sir. Uh, and it looks like the home cr- team, home crowd, uh, they're the favorites. Yeah, here. no doubt. Uh, Colorado versus Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh yeah, Tampa Bay is going for that three peat. Yeah, uh, so sexy it, pick. A little, sexy little, pick. Little scared there, but no, I I think I will be um, you know lining up with the way that this is going down with Colorado. Uh, they just the Avalanche have breezed through their first three rounds, going twelve and two. Yeah, uh, while sweeping a pair of those you know right. teams. Yeah. And, um, This is their first cup appearance since 2001. They also have an urgency to win now because Mm -hmm. they have a lot of players under small contracts right now that are probably that are going to be you know looking for more money here real soon. So I really think that you know not even just game one but the series. I think I'm leaning a little bit towards the Avalanche here, Andy. Well, yeah, and that's where it's at. Avalanche plus uh, 175 in the book I'm looking at right now, uh, which is you know kind of I don't know. Good, bad, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning at a minus two ten with a one and a half spread. 
Yeah. Uh, so I don't feel like that's out of line. No, it's not. Um, the the talk has been throughout the week and leading up to this one. Well, has Colorado had too much time off? Are they going to be rusty <laughs> coming out of the gate? And right. I mean, like you just mentioned, you got a lot of young guys chomping at the bit. No doubt. Uh, I think they're going to be keyed up, geared up, ready to go. I don't think the the layoff is going to affect them at all. No, I don't think so either, Andy. I think they're really, like you said, young, fast team that uh, has... And the other thing that nobody really talks about in the sport of hockey uh, is the other half of that. They have two really good goalkeepers that really keep those goals down low for the other team. So if they score three or four goals, they're usually going to win the game. And I really think that that... Uh, is going to happen here in game one, especially because I, f- I foresee it being a little bit of a feel-out uh, feel kind of game where okay. they both start out a little slow, but uh, okay. the the Avalanche are going to have that that push in the uh, s- second and third periods to really put it on them while the goalkeeping for Avalanche is going to keep that score low for Tampa Bay. So the book I'm looking at right now, I'm glad you went there, it has that over-under rate at six. Yeah. And you just talked about how Colorado, they, you know, the Avalanche, they're consistently scoring. Three, four goals. Can you get two? Can you yeah. get three out of the Lightning? Yeah, no. Uh, Tampa Bay has been outscored twelve to six in game <laughs> ones during these playoffs, and we predict. No, I, I predict. Uh, like I said, a little bit of a feeling out, mm-hmm. which should produce a low-scoring game, even yeah. despite the you know high-end skill on the ice. Uh, I also think with uh, Colorado's goal keep goalkeeper Darcy Cupper uh, coming back. He's going to shine in his first game back here. He was hurt in the last round. Now he's back. Um, and I, th- I think he's just going to really smother Tampa, Tampa Bay. In, uh, Their offense. And I, I, I predict this is probably going to be about a 5-2 to two game. 5-2. to two. You, So you like the avalanche in a big way here in yep. game one. I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk, though. I just don't know if this is the spot for Tampa Bay to yeah. ride their momentum, you know, coming off their win over the Rangers. Yeah, good, exa- Good win. Exactly. And, and they dominated their 4-2, right? No Series? doubt. So, uh, like I was going to say about the Tampa Bay Lightning, Andy, is – I like what you just said there because they are a play from behind kind of team. Even uh-huh. in the series, is they've come back behind three uh, yeah. two twice this playoffs. So even if they get down by the Avalanche in the first couple games here, they really have that you know you know drive to get back into uh-huh. it, especially when it you know shifts back to Tampa Bay. So I really I really like Colorado here, okay. and uh, Tampa Bay. I just think is going to start slowing the series like they have been in a prior series this playoffs. So with that slow start, you know, with the tendency how Tampa Bay they're comfortable playing for it behind. They're they're a veteran team. Yeah. You no know, doubt. a lot of veterans and they're going for that three peat. So they've been there. You know, funky things, crazy things happen when you when history's on the line. Yeah. Uh even if uh Tampa Bay, you know, their <clears throat> tank might be running a little empty here and they might be running into a freaking buzzsaw <laughs> no doubt. Uh, with Colorado. And that's what everyone's saying, but you know, we were talking college baseball there. Everyone said that about Tennessee as well. Exactly. So I'm not going to call you crazy <laughs> if you want to, you know, put some coins on the lightning. Just, I don't like this spot early on. I think Colorado is going to come out with their hair on fire right yeah. now. I think the rest is going to do them well. No, the ball arena is going to be freaking packed. It's going to be loud. It's going to be crazy. 
crazy in Denver. Uh, I really wish that I could go out to it. It'd be really a <laughs> lot of fun. Uh, yeah, but that's why I was just going to say, Andy, if you, if you Lightning fans out there really want to throw some money on Tampa Bay to win, uh-huh. don't do it on Game 1. Do it on who's going to win the Stanley Cup Finals because they're sitting there at a plus 150 right now to win the series. There's our value. Don't There's your value. Don't take them in Game 1. Yeah, yeah. Because I really don't think that they're going to win this game. I really think, like you just said, Colorado is going to come out really, really sharp and just kind of smother them here in the in the first game. All right. Uh, do you have any other futures that you're kind of looking at? Yeah. In this? No, I got a couple uh, uh, prop bets that I want to you know uh, Ooh, give out to these guys. Of course, the parlay pounder wants to <laughs> throw some so, extra on it. So I got the Lightning under two and a half goals for the entire game at a plus one hundred five. So you're getting a plus money there. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I do not think that they're going to score three goals in this game. Uh, I really think that uh, the goalkeeping is far superior for the Avalanche. And like I said, they've only scored six goals in yeah. game ones throughout the playoffs. Yeah, they come out sluggish, don't they? So that's my, that's my first one. My second one is Nathan McKinnon over four and a half shots at a minus 130. Well, McKinnon, uh, eh? He is Colorado's game breaker. He has put the avalanche on his back the whole way of these playoffs. He's mm-hmm. averaged almost seven shots per game in the conference final, about six shots per uh, throughout the whole postseason, so you know you got that. He's going to get his opportunities. He's going to get his opportunities, yeah, yeah. and that and this isn't making shots or anything. This is shots attempts, just attempts. Shots attempts. Ooh. So if he, I like I said, he's averaging seven. If he can get five, we're cashing in on this one, and I'm throwing some coins on this one Boy, tonight. Yeah, you got to be thinking the pucks are going to be flying here. You think I, they're going to be aggressive? I know. I, I like that. And I, I like know, that a lot. And I know Tampa Bay's defense will undoubtedly be, you know, trying to. You know, limit him and you know the other young guys out there. But McKinnon has made uh, it a point to shoot from everywhere, yeah. and surely will continue to do that in Game One. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to shut down an offense like that, and also a prolific scorer who they've been going to throughout the series. Uh, it's just one of those deals where you can go ahead and game plan for something, but then it yeah. starts to happen, and you you just can't stop it. And that's probably what we're saying: shooter, shoot, shooter, shoot, shooter, shoot. Shooter, shoot. shooter, so, shoot no, those are my two. Uh, Props for the game, and I really think that they both have a very good shot at hitting. Like it, all right. I like it, all right. So, are we going to shift gears here? Look a little ahead to game six. Six. Yeah. Oh my God! Thursday night. <laughs> it's winding down, folks. Boston. It's, ba- Boston. It's, it's Boston, in Boston. Boston. Yeah, we're going back to the Garden for game <laughs> six. <clears throat> uh, I think this series is over, Andy. I'm oh, just you really? Out, I'm just coming out and saying. I it. don't know. God, all that talk. <laughs> you know, you, it, there's there's that quick reaction, and yeah. now we're removed a day or two, and it's still like we're just all feeding off of that shellacking. Um, and it was only a ten point victory. Yeah. But so many things went right for Boston, and Golden State was still able to just exactly just nonchalantly pull out of there yeah, with the this, victory. This is a you know. Um, the Warriors really showcased their championship DNA in the mm-hmm. last two games here. Golden State will look for a you know big bounce back game from Curry, which I think he's probably going to put up yeah. thirty five to forty points. He went zero for nine, yeah, for three. Yeah. That has never happened in the history of Steph Curry. He had Ever. like two hundred and thirty three games straight where he had made at least one in the playoffs. In the playoffs, playoff games. He's <laughs> unlikely to go zero for again. Yeah, uh, considering you know. 
I I just think that this I think this line is way out of whack for one. If you if don't Bo- like the three and a half, nope. And a lot of books have pushed it to four for Boston, which I just think is moving in the wrong direction. I, I I like a Warriors money line right now, nah. but if you guys want the plus four, go ahead and take it. It's uh it. This is one of the easiest ones of the week for me. Man, this is you know Boston's been tricky throughout the playoffs. Yeah, I mean they they get blown out. They look terrible, and you're thinking, how in the world can they bounce back here in game three or game four? And that's just been their calling card. Yeah. Uh, and then what a it was just a bizarre game where you had Wiggins step yeah. up, lead the team in scoring with only 26 points, right? And rebounds with like 13, 12, you know, nothing yep. outstanding, I would say, that would grab you. But that's where the pedigree you're talking about. Golden State has the confidence and the depth where they can just spread the ball around and have multiple guys score in that 24, 26 exactly. range. Exactly. And just pound you to death. Yeah, no, exactly. And it just seems to me, Andy, and I don't, I don't want to throw shade on anybody out here or anything like that. But it seems like Boston stars shrink ah. when they don't have a lead and they yeah. don't have a way out. They shrink, and that's not what that's not what Steph does. That's not no. what Draymond does. That's not what Clay does. Well, so uh, it just seems like they shrink in big moments. And if they get down, it's really hard for them to do it. You so. know, the, the, you you bring up a couple points there because Draymond Green's kind of had a tough. Really tough series. No doubt. You know, so I'm not saying he's living up to the moment, but he's figuring out ways to be effective and help his team out. Uh, passing the ball, like, they're not even guarding him. <laughs> no, they don't even guard him. Even if he gets a wide-open layup, he's still looking for the three-outlet. Yep. The whole thing is he is playing psychological games with Jason Tatum, with Jalen Brown, with Marcus yeah. Smart, and getting them and so mad. Yeah. And, and I know this game because I, you know, huge LeBron guy, had yeah. to play against – Draymond, you know, you know, mm-hmm. six times in a row in the finals, and I hate the guy. Yeah, yeah. I hate him, but the stuff works. Yeah, he gets people does. mad. He gets people what? out of their way. Marcus Smart is, you know, the guy that does that to other teams, right. and he has been just an irate guy yeah. trying to, you Losing know, battle back against it. So, was, um, was I, that in the third yeah. quarter yeah. in Game Five where he tried to take the ball from Tatum during a, a d- dead ball? A timeout. Yep. Yeah, and Tatum's like, "No, it's my ball." He's like, "I just want to give it to the officials." Like, "Oh yeah, yeah." D- Draymond Green's trying to do a good <laughs> to, to <get laughs> do a good <laughs> deed there. Um, it was just bizarre. <laughs> yeah, no. And another thing that kind of got me, uh, got you know, me. Wor- wor- worked up a little got bit me. is this over underline here at two ten, Andy. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. I really think that this is going to go under. I. I think mm. that I think Boston is probably going to only score about 90 points in this game while the Warriors have about 100, 105, something like that. And I think it goes under by, you know, 10 points here. Okay, well, this is where you're wrong, Mox. Yeah. You're wrong. Tell me why. Okay, well, Tatum, got to, he got off to a good start. <clears throat> Shots were falling for him um, early in Game 5. And then you're right, it kind of— and he does that. He just disappears sometimes offensively. Yeah. I feel that there's going to be a little bit of that Celtic pride. Mm-hmm. I think the crowd is going to elevate those guys. And they have. They've defended home well enough. And now it's now or never for these guys. Yeah. So someone's going to step up. I, I like the overs here. You're usually the over guy. I know. I usually am. And, and I like the line. I think it's fair at four, at three and a half, um, just because Boston is so unpredictable. Yeah. And I don't think they're ready for 
this thing feels is is sporadic and erratic as it's been. It feels scripted to me. Yeah. Like where Golden State is fine with they're, they're so confident they're fine yeah. giving them game six at home their yep. little last hurrah, and then having you know the hometown party. I don't know in San Francisco. Hey, Frisco likes to party. Yeah. They like to party. You you got to uh, you got to remember that they tried to do that against the Cavs back in the day too, and they wish that they would have closed it out in Cleveland. So. I, they hang their hat on their short memory. Talk yeah. to Draymond Green about no, um, that. From what you're saying there, Andy, you would take an offensive outburst like we saw in Game 1 and Game 3 to yep. surpass that 210-210.5 total. Mm-hmm. It's hard to see that for me when we got two of the two best defensive teams and they are looking to lock down now more than ever. Right. A lot of guys are tired on the offensive end, it, it seems like to me. But See, um, and I'll go the other way with that. When you're tired, your defense lacks. Yeah. I, I think it's easy offense when you have tired guys out there, tired legs. I, I I kind of agree with you there, but the first thing that comes to my mind when it comes to Boston is that they are a defensive team. Mm-hmm. So I think well, they got to change. They have to change they now. Ha- they, no, have they have to have change. To. I, it's I, game six. I totally agree with you, but I just don't think that they will. That's why I don't think that they're <laughs> going to put up a lot of points. They're not going to put up a lot of points. And Golden State, I think I think this one might be free and easy down the road we go. All right. Well, you know, I'm on the other side of that. I'm Celtic pride yeah. going for the Celtics. I think Golden State's going to win it, going to win in seven. been saying that from the get-go. Yeah. I still think that's going to happen. No doubt. Uh, and – I love how deep the Warriors are and how they can lean on different people. Yeah. You, you never would have convinced me in that game five, Steph Curry going 0 for 9. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Boston getting off to a really good start in the third quarter. For sure. They look they look like they're going to. And that's the Warriors' trademark is the third quarter. Exactly. You know, all these things kind of came together. And it was still Golden State that came away with a 10 point victory and kind of put it in cruise control midway through the fourth day. They, 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 they really did. did. So I, I really feel like this could go in either way. But <laughs> for game six, uh, I'm green. Paint right. me green. Well, uh, let's see if we can get a couple things that we can agree on here with the NBA Finals. I got a couple props here, Doubt Andy, it. that I Doubt think it. that's going to hit. <laughs> I got a Steph Curry at 29 points. At a minus 110, mm, mm. I really think he's going to come out and probably yeah. put up 35 to 40 points, maybe even more. Yeah. I really think this 29 is going to hit. The one that I really think is going to hit for him is a three-point makes. He's sitting at over under at a five right now at a minus 110. I really think that he will hit five. He's going to come out. He's probably going to shoot about 15 of them, and I think he's going to make at least five of them. <laughs> Uh, I I do like that, and also you're you're going off a pretty good body of work where he's been averaging over thirty this entire time. No doubt. So he's going to get back on track. A couple of those threes are going to fall for him, and he is he is gunning for that MVP finals finals yeah. MVP, and I think he's going to get it. And I think this is just a another game for him to flex and get back on track, if you will. Yeah. I mean, it's God. That's just wild that he went zero from nine. Yeah. But uh, if, if but yeah. like you said, if he has a good game, if he has any sort of good game in Game Six and they win, it's M- Finals MVP, no doubt about it. Uh, one thing that I will go along with you here, Andy, is that a player prop that I like is Jalen Brown over twenty three and a half points mm. with with Tatum kind of dealing with various issues in the fourth quarter and the Celtics really need that burst. Yeah, yeah. I really think that Jalen Brown is going to have to take over if they have any sort of chance. So I like twenty three and a half. I I, I predict Jalen Brown to be right at that thirty point mark. And oh uh, boy. I really think he he can do it. Obviously, he can. But he can. 
and and How? somebody's going to have to. Yeah. Somebody's going to have to step up for Boston. Why not Jalen Brown? Yep. I won't pull the rug out from under you on that one. <laughs> so that, no, fine. those are those are my favorite props for uh, for tomorrow night, and uh, I'm sticking to it. Yeah, and you know, I do. The more I kind of dive into the numbers here, that under is looking better and better. <laughs> but Boston, God, they're just so close. They they're scored 97 sporadic. in Game Four, 94 in Game Five, but. 116 in game three, yep. 120 in game one, like you, you alluded to. <clears throat> so the, it's it's there, and I think it has to happen here. And everyone's going to be on, on the tippy top of their game. Yeah. That's why I like that. The, and I also like those I, – I like the scoring player props there. Yeah. Because I, I think the cup's going to get filled up. I really do. In, in Boston, game six, Thursday night. Yeah. The only thing that could really smash all of this stuff is a blowout, which you oh, know you hate God. to see. Yeah. And you would really hate to see it in the NBA Finals. But I I think that it might be heading towards one. If, if Boston gets down early mm, and okay. Golden State steps on their throat, they could give up. That's exactly what, what, what I was going to ask you. Because everyone, even the people that are like yourself that are leaning towards Golden State closing it out here, <clears throat> they're saying all they're going to have to do is weather the storm in that first quarter because yep. Boston's going to come out no doubt. very, very aggressive. Has to. Has to. Yeah, they have it's to. their final shot. And and if something goes wrong, let's say Tatum misses his first four shots and Golden State just pounces on him, yeah, look out. Yeah. Look out. It could be ugly. <laughs> that could be a cruiser. You know, no doubt about it. And that is why we're taking Warriors money line. Parlay it <laughs> with the under, and oh. that is a lock from Jabron. <laughs> Cash in, folks. Cash like in it. on my knowledge. Oh, boy. The parlay ponder is giving it to you right there, folks. <laughs> I might be leaning a little bit the other way there. Not quite as confident to call it a lock, but let's go. I like where you're going with it. <laughs> All right. Let's take a quick second here to recognize our sponsor, Heck yeah. Nebraska Brewing Company. World class in every glass. You uh, got another Taco Vesa over there? Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm always yeah. rocking Taco Vesa. That, it is delish. That brew has been on fire. It's the new summer beer for Nebraska, no doubt about it. I got to like uh, got a couple myself here, but I like the Cardinal. I like that. I like that little IPA flavor. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, Taco Mesa. You throw it, you throw it in the cooler. Yeah, you head down to the river. You get on the jet ski. All that kind of stuff. It's yeah. it's the best summer beer out there, and you know that's what we're rocking with. Can't go wrong with NBC. <laughs> all right, folks, don't go anywhere. This is WTL. We'll be right back. And welcome back to WTL, everybody. I'm your host, Andy Klassen, joined by... Gibran. Gibran, the Parlay Potter. As always. Now, we told the folks, we told them, we want to talk CWS, College World Series yep. Baseball, the road to Omaha. Eight teams have paved their path. Yes, sir. Yep. Um, and it's and it's and it's close. I mean, now that Tennessee is out of this thing, Andy, yeah, yeah. the the, the freaking odds for these futures are so close together right now. Uh, the best odds of the whole field is Texas. Mm-hmm. We've kind of been on the Texas bandwagon this whole time. We have, uh, you know, and yeah, they're at a plus four twenty five at some books, plus uh, four hundred at some. Uh, you know, any of that range, I really like them at. Just, I really think that they are the best team. In the nation right now, mm-hmm. but they are coming into the game against Notre Dame, who just took out the Vols, the number yeah, one right, team in the tournament. Right. So, uh, 
There's not a big odds difference between the Longhorns at the top and the Aggies towards the bottom of the board. This should mean that we have a super competitive tournament. Right. You know, one of the oh, best yeah. ones. Yeah. And But uh, Texas entered the Super Regionals among the favorites to win it all. Um, I really think that, you know, people kind of hit that on the head, just like you yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's who I'm rolling with. And you know what? I mean, uh, that Super Regional was in the Carolinas. Yeah. You know, and East Carolina, give them the credit. The Pirates put it on Texas in no game doubt. one. No 13 doubt. to 7, okay? Uh, but then, yeah, Texas was able to kind of. Green in, rises. Yeah, and, and get into their sta- <laughs> you know pitching staff a little bit. Yeah, no doubt. Still didn't blow them out there. Game two, not, uh, nine to eight. Uh, then game three, Texas able to flex, and yeah, that, no that's doubt where about yeah, it. That, uh, they were just ran out of pitching, <laughs> ran out of mustard, whatever you want to call it. For sure. And um, with that, I feel like with that game three performance where they really won that one going away, eleven to one. Yeah. That is where. That line and the cappers got that that future set at plus four twenty five, making Texas the overall favorite now to take down the whole thing. Yeah, uh, and you know what, Texas, uh, you want to talk about pedigree? Yeah, they have the most. They got it. They have the most CDS CWS uh, appearances Experience, yep. out of anybody. Yeah, you know so. And and Stanford does come in as the highest seed team. Highest seeded team remaining, but they face yeah. a scorching hot Arkansas team that we're on. You know. Yeah. Uh, that has been the number one team in the NCAA tournament the last season mm-hmm. uh, before eliminated by North Carolina State last year. And those two guys get started against each other right. on Saturday afternoon. So I have a hard time throwing that money on Stanford just because Arkansas is so hot and they don't re- – you know, uh. I, 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 I like the Razorbacks in that one. Yeah, and, and to your point, as far as being you know kind of close together there, Arkansas is right behind them at plus 550. Yeah, yeah. I, I really have – if. If you're a fan and you want to sprinkle some on this, I have no problem with picking any of those middle-of-the-pack teams Um, at plus 600, plus 700, uh, because how many times have we seen the favorite get bounced out here? Yeah. Uh, that's, all that's all bit, the time. Just yeah. happened. Just yeah. happened. I mean, I couldn't believe what I was watching when I, that Tennessee game uh, against Notre Dame. That was unbelievable yeah. how Notre Dame just put them to bed early and – Took the crowd out of it, and Tennessee just never really got back into it. That, yeah, that was just wild. I just did not expect that, and I think I was along a lot of others, you know, that felt that same oh, way. Yeah, no doubt about it, Andy. And yeah, like you said, anything can happen in these, you know, college baseball super regionals, college world series, yeah. even in the regional tournament. Uh, but it's crazy right now because we don't see a lot of lines on the actual games right here, Andy. Right. We just get futures mm-hmm. of who mm-hmm. is going to win the tournament. And yeah. b- at the bottom of the list, I have seen some crazy lines that are on some books and aren't on some books. On some books, Oklahoma is the worst-rated team in the whole thing at plus 1,200, which I think is a little crazy. Right. Uh, you know that they're on fire just as long, just as well as a lot of these teams, and they're Big Twelve pedigree. Yeah. Um, at a plus twelve hundred, if you can find it, if you can find it at a plus thousand, um, on my book that I'm looking at right now, I have them at plus seven hundred. But like I have that. seen yeah. on you know DraftKings and FanDuel and stuff that you can find it at a plus twelve hundred, plus one thousand. I wouldn't mind throwing a couple shillings you, at them just because the Sooners are kind of red hot. You know, and you were high on the Hokies. You were high on Virginia Tech, yeah. too. Yeah, And I was. that's who Oklahoma uh, was able to take down. Yes. Won a squeaker in game one, yeah. five to four. Yep. Game two, uh, Virginia Tech got the better of them, 14 to eight. <laughs> they did. Okay. And then Oklahoma came roaring back, winning that game three, 11 to two. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, the ACC just didn't have a good. 
<laughs> yeah, no, they didn't. They, they didn't have a good North Super Carolina regional. went down. Yep. You know, we were high on North Carolina. I was for the, sure. They were the number three overall seed, I yeah. believe, or I had yep. the third best uh, RPI uh, well, heading into it. Yeah, one of the best odds too. But uh, yeah, no, like you're saying, the ACC didn't show up in the Super Regional. I mean, they showed up at specific games and really, oh you yeah, know, did their dominance and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Scored runs. Saw so many runs during the Super Regional. Uh, I was hitting these overs all freaking weekend, <laughs> Andy. It was so good. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, and you know, uh, it, it, it's a lot of fun baseball. To watch um, the College World Series is just a little bit different here, Andy. I kind of want to run down the rules for everybody that you know isn't quite as familiar with it as us. Okay. Uh, the College World Series is a double elimination tournament format mm-hmm. until the final teams, the final two teams are left standing. At that point, the slates are wiped clean. Yep. And it's a best of three series to. De- Determine the national championship. So every, I you know I kind of have to correct people when they you know just you know come in double the, elimination come into the office and they go it's double elimination. Well, uh, kind of, kind of. But if you make that if you make that you know final two, the it, it's it's back to it's back to zero zero. Yeah, just the the end all winner bracket bracket one bracket yep. two. So um, you can't get too down on yourself losing a game one. Or losing a game at any point in this tournament, you got to yeah. bounce back because if you make the final, everybody's even again. And we've seen that before. I, I believe uh, South Carolina, who comes to mind, you yes, know, where they, they they would lose three games but still take home the national championship exactly. in Omaha, and that's pretty impressive to <laughs> lose yeah, three no. games and it's in not, Omaha. It's not all about being hot. It is about yeah. being hot, but it's also about persevering against uh, a loss here and there, just right. like we we're talking about Texas mm-hmm. with East Carolina in that game one. Everybody was stunned, me including. I put a lot yeah. of money on Texas to win that game one, but yeah. I also doubled down on them in games two and there three, which really, you know, got the bankroll going. So showed the, showed the grit of the party pounder. <laughs> the Longhorns <laughs> Ride are that horse. Yeah, I'm I'm riding the Longhorns, and like I said, at plus uh, plus five hundred, plus four twenty five in that range, uh, uh, that's who I'm riding with, and I think they got a very good favorable matchup. Uh, in round one here against the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Oh, you think the luck's about to run out on the old Irish, do you? Yeah, the rainbow is kerput. You know, that was almost a boring game, game three. I watched that, Notre Dame versus uh, Tennessee, and it felt like Tennessee, oh, here they come, here they come. Nope, strike out. Couldn't get the the bats going. No, they couldn't. It was was absolutely nuts, but the luck of the Irish is running out. You think it's over, huh? I'm calling it. Texas gonna be uh, game one winners. If history, if history has anything to say with it, you have Notre Dame who has three all-time appearances to Omaha. Yeah, versus Texas, and I think they're on like their hundred and fiftieth appearance or something like that. For sure. So the, I, I mean, that's why you're riding Bevo here. Yeah, uh, Bevo twelve, Bevo. 11. How many? What Bevo are we on here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> their mascot. Yeah, uh, yeah, something like that. Something Fourteen, like that. fifteen, we'll whatever. All right, so uh, and that's a great point you you make uh, about you can theoretically lose three games because it's dumb elimination up until that final weekend. Yeah, you have the top two teams in. It's a quick three game series. Yeah, best of three. And where I'm going with that is that's where I dive into the pitching staffs and who's on fire. Exactly. And if you have two really really good pitchers, yeah, <laughs> you can get by. And we've seen. I'll go back to Vanderbilt. It. <laughs> Vanderbilt. Yeah, they just rode those two guys. They that's, had two freaking pitchers. That's yeah, all you have to do. That's all you got to do, and just spread them out and pick up your W's. Yep. You, you know, and right until the end. Uh, let's run down all these futures though. Yeah. So because uh, we kind of we talked about Texas at plus four twenty five. Yep. Right behind them is Stanford at plus five hundred. This is where you know I think you raise some eyebrows with people in the know. Yeah. Notre Dame's right there at plus five hundred as well. Do you think? 
think that's cappers and odds makers just getting a little giddy over them beating Tennessee? Well, I think that they are, you know, putting Notre Dame up there mm-hmm. so people will bet on them. I I think that that's the reason. There's that more the, to it than that. They uh, beat Tennessee in Tennessee. I, I agree with you, but I think that they're really looking to cash in on people, giving them, you know. Uh, oh, this is like a Nebraska football line you're saying. Yeah, no, I think that they're really uh, <laughs> I, I think everybody's you know, looks at that Tennessee thing and they're oh well they have to be the they have to be the favorite to win the national yeah. championship now. People get hot, people get cold. Uh Notre Dame does be. not scare me one bit against Texas. Okay. So um no, if yeah, I was anybody do not touch that plus five hundred for Notre Dame. I think it's outlandish. I think they're putting them up there to <laughs> Really, <laughs> give them their the due. Money. Nope, I no will way, not. Huh? I hate Notre Dame. There's going to be a lot of green and gold in the stands, man. Yep. They're going to be in the cheap seats. Better not be. Yeah, well, <laughs> so why? <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of Notre Dame fans in in and around Omaha no anyway. Doubt. No doubt. You know, it's one of those national brands. <clears throat> okay, right behind them is Arkansas at plus five fifty, Ole Miss at plus six fifty. Another surprise team out of the SEC. Yeah. Wow, they're they. Really coming on here. They are. Obviously. Uh, Oklahoma at plus 700. That line, though, is all over the place, it depending is. on what book you're at. Yep. Auburn, plus 700. Texas A&M rounding it out, most books consensus-wise, at that plus 800. Yeah. I kind of like that. I kind of like, you know, if I'm betting futures, man, I like that plus money. And A&M has shown me just as much as any of the o- these other guys. No, no doubt about you it, know? Andy. And that's another one that's kind of all over the place. I've seen these guys at plus 500 the same as – Stanford. Yeah, same as Stanford. So the the actual team that I think that should be third in the running here for the national championship with the third best odds to win, I think is Arkansas because of how hot Arkansas. they are right. Uh, they're just hot right now. Well, you were high on North Carolina, though. I was. And now... Now I'm hot now on Arkansas. I'm hot on Arkansas <laughs> because they took him out. But no, I really think just with the body of work that Arkansas has had, yeah. with the pedigree, I, I I just I just think it should be Texas, Stanford, Arkansas right now, and that's that's how it, everybody should look at it. Backtrack to the super regionals real quick here. Arkansas yeah. took care of business, swept North Carolina in North Carolina four one mm. game one, then grinded out a four to three victory in game two. Yeah, head on over to Louisville. Another home favorite. For sure. They got swept by Texas A&M. Game one, five to four. Of course. Game two, four to three. So close games. Yeah. So I can see why people are kind of back and forth on A&M. Yeah, yeah. You know, they didn't win by a lot. But, but they, they won. And they swept on yep. the road. Yep, they swept yep. it. That's got, that's got to be worth something. So that's where I, I'm – if I'm betting futures, that's what I'm looking at right there. I'm looking at your your Texas A&Ms at plus 800 or plus 1200 if you can find it. Yeah. Sign me up. Sign get, them up. Get, get me over there. How many <laughs> apps do I have to <laughs> – Yeah, no. <laughs> get all the apps. Get, get all the apps and get into Iowa or, I don't know – 30 other states that allow, yeah, that allow no the, the fun prop bets to be had. Uh, maybe not Nebraska, not quite yet on some mm, of them. Not yet. All right, so do we want to get into game-by-game matchups yeah, here? Let's do. Let's let's start out with Friday, Andy, the, right. the, two, uh, the 2 o'clock game. Friday, game one. You got your number five overall seed, Texas A&M, taking on Oklahoma. Yeah. We got to feel like, well, it's hard to say here, but I think a and is going to be that favorite. Yeah, no, no doubt that they will be the favorite, Andy. Uh, Texas A&M, like you said, they're the fifth overall seed in the yeah. entire uh, the whole uh, bracket tournament 64. of yeah, 64. Yeah. So yeah. they are, you know, they are. But I really like Oklahoma in this matchup. I don't know why. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> people, people are really, really throwing shade at Oklahoma right now. Well, and I, 
I don't like it. I think that they've been one of the most consistent teams all year, and I really think they're gonna. I think they're gonna take down Texas A and M in game one. Games at one o'clock on ESPN. Yeah, uh, Friday, June seventeenth. Uh, yeah, and and they're they're the on the scoreboard. They're the visiting team, yep. Oklahoma versus you know the overall five seed. Uh, I I just don't think people can get on board with Oklahoma because they've just kind of backed their way into it. Yeah, you know, enough. and people were high on Virginia Tech, but they weren't that high. No, on on Virginia Tech. So people kind of look at it and shrug their shoulders, like, well, was it really that big of a victory? I think it was. <laughs> They're number four overall seed. The whole thing, okay. Is, yep. Virginia Tech was the whole thing. I always go back to Andy is the Big Twelve tournament. Mm-hmm. Taking down Texas, Texas. and yep. uh, that was insane. That's insane. They to beat me. the hell out of them too. Yep, they and beat the hell out of Texas. I think they're about to do that to another Texas school. And they also beat the hell out of Virginia Tech. Game three to go to Omaha, <clears> eleven to two. I like riding the wave here. Boomer sooner, boomer whatever. I guess. Let's go. <laughs> All right, game two. We've already kind of touched on this one. <laughs> Notre Dame taking on the overall number nine seed. Texas, that's going to be the nightcap on Friday. Yeah, no, uh, you've you've all already heard my opinion on this game. I hook think them, te- hook them. I think Texas is going to run away with it. Uh, look at where this is sitting with the over under, Andy. Because if it's at nine or ten, I'm taking the over. I think it's going to be wow. a high scoring game in the College yeah. World Series. I think it's going to be a, probably about to eight to four game, something like that. And Texas is going to run away with it. That freaking ball was flying out of the field, you know. It was. For, I mean, Tennessee, yep. Notre Dame, that <laughs> that was insane. Texas, East Carolina, yeah. dingers like every other at bat. It no doubt about like. it. Now, I will say this. We have had one hell of a hot, uh, warm weather front blowing yeah, through Nebraska that's true. here. So that is a hot Heavy wind blowing from the south, and that's blowing in from the outfield. And that's been one of the biggest gripes over of where the stadium is. Exactly. So all those the would-be home runs get yeah. held up by that wind. And I tell you what, it's howling <laughs> right now yeah. across Nebraska, over Oklahoma, into Nebraska right now. It's a hot wind. It's going to be hot for the opening games it here. It is. Um, Mm, I really will. I'm going to look at that forecast before I touch the overs because <laughs> I, right. think, I think those dingers are going to get held up. Yep. They're going to be pop-ups. They're going to yep. be outs. And then uh, Kyle Peterson and all those ESPN geniuses, <laughs> oh. they'll, they'll be able to say, see, this is what's wrong with Omaha. This is what's wrong with Omaha. <laughs> <laughs> we should just see dingers all the time. Yeah, no, I just think Texas is going to come out and try to you know kind of impose their dominance on yeah. the entire tournament. I, I think, like their staff. I, I think, like their I think they're going to put up 8 to 10 runs and – it, that could be the over under itself. So and don't sleep on, don't sleep on the Hispanic Titanic. Titanic. <laughs> yeah. Now if he's our guy, if anybody has the muscle to go ahead and fight through that that one front, no doubt blowing through, it, it's definitely him and those Texas bats. So I will give it to them. No, on you're that. correct, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no matter what this line is, Andy, I'm doing money line Texas. Money line I, Texas. I really think, right. and depending if they uh, have a good run line. I might take the one and a half, you know. I, you know, you're you're drinking the you just like you were drinking the Kool Aid with Oklahoma. Yeah, I might be drinking the Kool Aid with Notre Dame. Okay, here. Uh, and God, but I just hate. I would hate against <laughs> Texas uh, right now. Uh, I might look at some of those props. Yeah, like, like the unders, no doubt, uh, th- things of that nature. I'm going to wait till it gets a little bit closer and some more of these uh, lines come on out. Yeah, for sure. All right, so let's shift gears. Let's get on into the Saturday games. Number three, third game of the tournament. Number two, Stanford against Arkansas. Arkansas, so hot right now. So hot right now. It's Hansel. <laughs> it's uh, so Hansel. No. Uh, 
I'm going with another underdog here, Andy, and I know that everybody's going to be, you know, kind of waiting outside my house with a pitchfork saying, why are you just picking all these, you know, underdogs? But I really think that they are just a better baseball team right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, They got the better coach, I think. They got the better, you know, body of work, in my mind. Uh, in 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 the tournament, yeah, yeah, and uh, love I th- the coach. I mean, the old yeah. Nebraska guy. I yep. love the coach. So Van I think Horn. Arkansas is going to take this one home and uh, put Stanford in that O uh, one. So you're you're wrong again. <laughs> you're, you're wrong again. Number overall two seed Stanford. Yeah. Yep. They survived a scare at home against UConn. Yep. Those were good games. Those no were doubt. exciting games. If you just look at the scorecard here, you're thinking ten five. Really? No. UConn had them by the ropes on a couple of times. Stanford had to pull out, you know, some plays, some theatrics uh, uh, to get by the old uh, UConn Huskies there. And and once again, and I said this on last week's pod, travel is a thing. It really is. And UConn traveled the furthest across the entire nation from Connecticut all the way over to Stanford. And I think that played a role, especially in the later innings in in game three there. Yeah. Uh, And now Stanford, they're riding high. And they're the – I mean, what more do you need to see from their body of work? 45 and 15, number two overall seed heading into the tournament. They survived the scare. Now they're still riding that high here in Omaha. They're going up against an unranked, you know, Arkansas team. And, I mean, you're just – Man, you're you're just a Van Horn holdover type of guy, and I love Van Horn. Yeah, no doubt about it, Andy. Uh, you know, people are going to be saying that about me for sure. But this is just another tough pull for Stanford. It is. I think they just got to be, you know, rolling their eyes at this point, saying, "What the heck do we got to do to get a favorable matchup?" Uh, this will be a struggle that. for a power hitting Stanford as Arkansas ha- has put the brakes on every team that they've faced at the plate. Yeah. So I really think that Arkansas, this team is built for the postseason and they're out for redemption. They're out for redemption. Coming up short last mm-hmm. year, I think their rotation hasn't let them down by any stretch this year, holding on uh, Oklahoma State, North Carolina to peanuts, you know, from what <laughs> they return. have been doing. Yeah. Uh, I I really think the the Razorbacks are going to take this one down in game one. One thing with the Van Horn teams is they're always heavy on pitching. The good ones. They they always are. And to your point, they only allowed four total runs against that uh, North Carolina stacked offense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were, geez, scoring left and right there and held them to three runs in game two, only one run in game one. Yeah. Uh, so I, I mean, when you're doing things like that from the bump, uh, good luck. And yeah. you know that's where that, that might be where there's a, a certain room to pause there. Yeah. Me beating the 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 cardinal drum here. Yeah. Um, but I, it looked like Stanford's bats were dead last week too. Right. And man, when when it got to <laughs> eighth, seventh, ninth inning, man, did they they come alive? I, I don't know. It just kind of feels like a a team of destiny rate right, right now in the Cardinals. We're, we're split on that one. Then. All right. So. Game four, round up that first round of yeah, games. Ole Miss taking on the 14 <clears throat> seed Auburn Tigers. Watched a little bit of that Oregon State Auburn game. Yeah, uh, that was fun. That was one that, of the best games yeah. that I've seen all year. A great series. Uh, great win, series. Yeah, a win Monday night yeah. uh, made Auburn the fourth mm. SEC West team <laughs> to punch their ticket to Omaha, which is just absolutely nuts. Four of them are in. Yeah. The College World Series. The Tigers rotation proved it's good enough to hang with the best. Um, upending Oregon State, like you said, yeah. the probably the, one of the best teams in college baseball year in, year out. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, they, fa- they face, you know, a division rival 
Ole Miss. This is you know yep. one of those games that yep. you know these two teams know each other. Uh, the pitching stats know each other. The batters yeah. know the pitchers. <sighs> yeah, how many games this God? Because they at least had to play a home and away, a home and away. Yeah, right. Yeah. right? I think this has to be like their fifth, sixth game that they yeah. played against each other. Yep. So I I really see this one as a tight matchup with a slight edge towards the Tigers. Uh, Tigers. This is going to be fun. This is going to be one of the funnest o- opening games at the College World Series, and I think that's the reason they slotted it for Saturday night. Yeah, I think so, too. And, yeah, there's going to be a lot uh, of Tiger fans, Auburn fans in Omaha. It seems whenever they do make the tournament, they got a great crowd that follows. Ole Miss, I'm sure they're going to bring some numbers as well. Uh, You know, you're talking about SEC and how they've kind of flexed here, and and they tend to do that when college baseball uh, gets to be around June here. a uh, funny little tweet I saw from a, a guy that we kind of like to follow, uh, Kevin yeah. Kugler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes, well, I guess, you know, baseball just to Notre Dame matters more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Burn. Yeah, there you go. Burn. Good on you, Cougs. Good yeah. on you, Cougs. Let, let, let them have it a little bit there. Yeah. Uh, but back to this Ole Miss-Auburn matchup. I don't know what to expect. Um I, I can go, I can go with both trains of thoughts where okay these teams know each other so these pitching staffs are well aware of these batter strengths so they're going to try and shut them down pitch around yeah. uh, the hot bats whatnot I kind of if I had to go one way or the other I'm looking at overs here I'm thinking okay. on the other side the batters are going to be uh, well like we already talked about this will be the possibly the sixth, seventh time they've faced this pitcher. Yeah, no doubt. And so they're going to know all about it, the three-pitch, four-pitch guy, what they're going to lean on, what's their stuff. So I'm thinking the bats. I'm thinking the bats are going to be rolling here for Ole Miss and Auburn. Uh, i really like to see if that's like at a plus nine, plus ten. I like the overs. I really do. The the one thing I just wanted to touch on real quick with Ole Miss, Andy, this is the least talked-about team. Headed into Omaha, oh they're, yeah, they, they, you know they're down at the bottom. They, you mm-hmm. know, making quick work of the upstart you know, Southern Miss. Um, I, re- I, yeah. So no one expects anything from no, them. No, they you don't know, expect they, anything. Yeah. You know, they they're not promising anything at the College World Series. Dude, their coach was on the hot seat. I know. Yeah, like like three weeks ago, he was going to get fired. <sighs> you know, but that's the crazy thing. <laughs> it, uh, he literally, he literally promised. You know the fan base that they were going to win the College World Series this year, and that is still in play for them. So you know you, it can't, is. you can't call them crazy. Oh, with twenty two losses on the season, you can't call them crazy yet. But uh, no one's playing more sound baseball. I would say a mm-hmm. lot of these other teams that are in the College World Series are really, really flashy teams. Yeah. Have the best players right. in the country, can score the runs, have the pitching. But these guys are just a really good put together defensive team that you know doesn't allow a lot of stuff and yeah. doesn't make that many mistakes. So don't take your eye off this team, but there's a reason they're at the bottom. Yeah, exactly, and have the longest odds uh, in some books, not everywhere. Like we've already alluded to, a lot of these uh, future bets, uh, depending on what book you're looking at, yeah. you're going to have different numbers for different teams, different slots uh, there. I will say this, and you brought up a great point about Ole Miss, Yeah, their defense. Yeah. Uh, they put up a goose egg, uh, pitched a goose egg to Southern Miss in both game one and two on that sweep. No slouch. And no one else did that. Yep. No one else did consecutive. I don't even think there was a, a single shutout other than the two. Yeah, by the, them. Yeah, the two that they had in their in their games. And no, it, it's there's just, been runs in every other game, <sighs> a lot of them. <laughs> it's just, you, you know, you look at their record, and they're 35 and 22. Yep. Everyone else is, you know, 45, 47, 48 wins no on doubt. the season. You're thinking – 
<laughs> There's a reason that nobody's talking about them, but don't yeah. take your don't sleep on them. Don't sleep on them because, uh, like we said, they're a sound team. All right, any any other little uh, juicy nugget you want to <laughs> bite into here? Nope. My only nugget is that I'm hooking up with <laughs> Texas at uh, the at the plus four twenty five throwing a unit on it right now. Oh boy! And uh, they're going to win the College World Series. All right. Well, I like Oklahoma. Then, if if I'm gonna have to pick a pick a favorite and overall to good, just go ahead and do it. You know, I love the plus money. Yeah. You know, I love that plus twelve hundred and some, yeah. plus eight hundred, plus seven hundred and others. And I just, I just can't get that victory, that Big Twelve championship victory, where they put it on Texas. And Could, man, did they enjoy themselves? Like they did. Boy, baseball players, you can just kind of read. You, you can. can read them. <laughs> yep. And uh, they like the taste of victory, and they've been winning a lot lately. They have been. And I don't see them getting away from. It. I, <laughs> boomer sooner what the heck what the hell wouldn't that be crazy in oklahoma texas championship yeah. game why not why not you know <laughs> everyone's banging this sec drum big 12 why not i mean yes, well they will be in the sec they will be <laughs> they will they will be it's crazy yeah the sec literally has yeah. six teams in in a couple years in a couple years yeah <laughs> Yeah, and then they'll just yeah. It, that's a discussion forever. Reeling it back to where's the line? Yeah. How can people follow WTL throughout the week? Get yeah. our daily picks, weekly picks. No doubt about it. It's gonna be crazy coming up here, guys. Like we said, we got the NBA finals, we got the Stanley yep. Cup finals, we got yep. the College World Series, all of those happening this weekend, throughout this week. Follow us on Twitter. We're dumping picks. We're showing you our wins. We're showing you our losses. All go. this stuff that you guys need to know to get in when the getting's good. And we're on TikTok, and we're putting shorts up on YouTube that are a lot of fun. Yeah, the little video shorts are a lot of fun. And, yeah, we're not just doing little dances on TikTok. We're, we're <laughs> dropping some knowledge there, that's dropping for sure. Dropping some pick and dropping some money. All right, real quick here, we're getting another shout-out for our sponsor, Nebraska Brewing Company. World-class in every glass. Folks, if you are traveling to Omaha, be sure to get yourself something from the brewery. Yeah. Run out to a tap house there. The Cardinals, my favorite. Uh, it's a light IPA. Yep. And you know, Gibran, you're always killing it with that Taco Vesa. Taco Vesa. Yeah. I even like summer some... brew, man. Yep, summer brew. That's what it's all about. So yeah, no guys, stop out there. It's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. There. Yeah. Best Omaha has to offer. So there you go. Get in there. there. All right, folks. For Andy Classen and Gibran, the Parlay Pounder. Thanks, y'all, for listening to WTL. We'll hear you next time. <laughs> <laughs>